Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier. And I'm Tejinder Singh. Hello, hello, and (laughs) welcome to That Cartoon Podcast. (laughs) Hello again, everybody. You know, this week... This week, we're going to be talking about a classic, a real home run of a movie that almost everyone has seen. Uh, hope. T- it was it was Tej's recommendation. Tej, you want to take it away for us? Yeah, of course. This week, we watched Spirited Away. It's a, a, a Hayao Miyazaki movie uh, made by Studio Ghibli, which I hope that anyone who's listening to this podcast has some sort of kind of appreciation for who those people are because they are a powerhouse as far as I'm concerned when it comes to not only like anime and anime movies but like just animated movies in general um they've made greats like my neighbor Totoro Kiki's Delivery Service uh Princess Mononoke pretty sure they're the ones that I was just about to say I'm pretty sure they made they made Howl's Moving Castle and my personal favorite, which is this one, Spirited Away, just because it's just, just a fun little cute little movie that just gets really intense out of nowhere. And then it goes back to just being a little cute, little cute little movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's, um, you know, the animation is always just so gorgeous. Just like these popping colors that just like you, you can't help but watch it. Like if it's on the TV, your eyes are just going to go to it. But uh, the, the real artistry because you know like there are plenty of things that with really good animation but the stories Mm -hmm. are always so heartfelt so touching and just like they make sense on a universal level it doesn't matter your Mm -hmm. age except for maybe like graveyard or the fireflies you might want to be older for that one watch at your own risk most of these because i mean there's there's some stuff even in this movie that like if i i don't know if you're like five you'd be like oh that's that's a scary monster but like it's I think it's fine. That's true. No face could be scary, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, in my opinion, parents, if you're going to make, if you're going to show movies to your kids, watch them beforehand. Anyway, don't be, don't get surprised from the first viewing. It's not going to work out because then you might accidentally be watching an awkward nude scene with your kids. And you know what? You don't want to live that life. They don't have those in here because this is a Japanese movie. (laughs) It is at a bathhouse though. It is a. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of radish titty. I will admit, there's a lot of radish titty. Um, but let's. Uh, yeah, let's dive in let's a get, bit. Let's let's dive in a bit. So this is a this is a 2001 movie. So it's pretty old by comparison to a lot of the other things that we've been watching. But you couldn't tell by looking at it. It's no. not, if th- if someone told me this movie had come out like yesterday, I would have believed them because the. The picture quality and the animation quality is just that amazing. It's it's great. It's done well and it's aged beautifully. Um, the story is pretty simple. It starts off with um, it starts off with our protagonist whose name I can never remember, but it's like Chihiro Chichiro. Yeah, I think it's like Chihi, Chihiro, and yeah. then they call her Sin throughout the movie. They call her yeah. They call her Sin, um, which. I, I never fully understood because I don't know how to speak Japanese, but I'm pretty sure it's like when they type the, the kanji from her name, like they remove some of it. And the one that remains, even though there's no S sound, that in, in Chihiro is now sin. That's where that, 
that comes from. She like took that part about and the remaining kanji spells sin. Oh, so the, the symbols are called kanji. Yeah, I'm pretty, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what ja- the Japanese alphabet. Oh, that, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so like there were four kanji then, and yeah, three of them got removed. So it's just like one piece of her name, but yeah, it's not, it's not the, the language doesn't work the same. No, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> translate well if you don't understand that, but it, it doesn't really matter. Um, but you know, she's just this little 10 year old girl and she's with her parents. They're moving to a new place and she's very obviously not excited about it. She doesn't want to go to a new place. Um, she's pretty bummed out and her, her dad decides to take a shortcut, um, drives like a maniac. Seriously, the worst, worst dad ever. He's just like, I'm going to take a shortcut. And he's like, don't worry, honey, this car has four wheel drive. drive. And 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 then it cuts to a shot of the car and it's like an Audi. It's like a, it's like a sports car. I'm like, I don't think that car has four wheel drive. <laughs> uh, it might, no, it might. I, I, a lot of, a lot of like semi luxury cars come with four wheel or all wheel drive standard, just because, depending on where you are, it's a better drive. But that's not the point here. The point is he's going then, yeah. through a a forest road, going like 45, yeah, 45, 50 miles an hour, and it like. <laughs> The camera, it's like a quick cut to him driving. He's like this, like just getting it. Everyone else <laughs> in the car is terrified. No, the mom, the mom is actually pretty calm because it's only a Chahira who's, who's just like, oh, dad, you're crazy. And she's standing up and the mom's just like, sit down, honey. Yeah. And she's like bobbing back and forth. She's like, sit down. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a wild time. But then, you know, they eventually get to this random, this random tunnel. They decide to investigate because why wouldn't you? investigate yeah. a random haunted tunnel in japan you know in a random japanese like uh countryside that it's not even your not even your turn you took a wrong turn and now you're just like yeah let's go to this tunnel well yeah they they approach the mouth of the tunnel and then all of a sudden a gust of wind starts to blow them towards the tunnel which is always a good sign and you know they get to the other side and there's an abandoned amusement park and um they go through the amusement park and they're just like, there's nothing here, but these are pretty cool. They made a lot of these economy, economy, which is a lot of like, I've noticed that in a lot of like Japanese movies that they'll, they'll have like banter that's full of just like useless facts that like parents or dads will always give. And it's just like, no one cares, but <laughs> at the same time, you're like, I feel like a real dad would be just be like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> They built a lot of these in like the you know the early fifties, and then the economy tanked. And you're like, yeah, that is something my dad would say. Yeah, no, the the dads are usually pretty realistic in the studio. G B comes. But the stupid part is, then they're like, they start smelling some good food, and they're like, oh man, there must be a there must be an, a working a uh, restaurant in this abandoned amusement park. That makes sense. Yeah, the so parents throw logic out of the door pretty quick. Uh, the food must have smelled great yeah that's all i can think of i looked amazing so if it smelled as good as it looked i i can i could understand i guess the food always looks so good in these movies and Uh, it always makes me want to eat it but then i'm like nah it won't taste the same like i can make this and it's just it's gonna look much more brown meat is never that like that golden brown like saucy color that it always is in these movies and you're just like i don't know what you guys if you guys are just frying things in honey but what's going on (laughs) but the meat definitely, like I'm salivating just thinking about it. The meat definitely makes you hungry looking at it. It's just the food is so good. I'm all about that shmeat. Um, <laughs> I'm going to clip that part. <laughs> yeah, clip, clip that part, put it everywhere. I'm all about that shmeat. Said it twice. 
Schmeet. Um, so, so they start pigging out, and she's like, "We gotta go." We got blah blah blah, and she meets this other random little guy who's like, "You gotta get out of here," and all this weird shit starts happening. So she starts running to try to find her parents because like shit starts going down in this random abandoned amusement park. She gets to them and they've turned into human pigs people and they're just, they won't stop eating. And the sun goes down and now she's trapped. She tries to run back through the tunnel, but now there's a river in the way. The path that she took is no longer there. And now that, weird little guy that was you know helping her decides you know i'm gonna keep helping you because she starts fading away feeds her something so that she stays in this world and you find out that this is like the spirit realm she's they've like crossed over to this this separate reality where like spirits and uh yokai and all these things kind of hang out and the the once abandoned uh town amusement park whatever you want to call it um now springs to life everything's open there's all these like weird people not even people there's like all these like weird spirits and big titty radish men walking around doing their <laughs> doing the things um and, and a lot of a lot of frog men like a lot of frog men a lot of people like they they have the skin color of humans but like the body shape of frogs and yeah. giant eyes yeah they have giant eyes or they're just like look they just look weird like it's like you're you if I saw you in real life, I wouldn't believe you were a person. Yeah. Uh, I think that's I think that's the effect that they're going for. They're like person like enough, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way they're passing. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm I'm sure, and I'm sure all of these kind of like spirits and all these creatures have some sort of um some sort of analog in Japanese folklore. Um, but man. Do they look, some of them look super weird. Like, like I keep mentioning big titty radish guys. I don't know where that, where, where those come from, but I'm all for it. I wish there was more, <laughs> I wish there was just more busty radish men in every culture because that's what you really need. That's how, what's going to bring the world together. Yeah. And you know, this movie was a real sexual awakening for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but so long you know without getting too deep into the details because i don't want to spoil too much of the story because this is one of those movies that i think everyone needs to watch and i'm not going to tell you exactly what happens in it but basically she gets a job at the bathhouse and then she has her misadventures because she's trying to get home and she has to trick her way back home and it's just like the story of this 10 year old girl trying to survive in this spooky spirit world bathhouse with all these all these weirdos everywhere that some of them are endearing some of them are just flat out assholes and some of them are uh like creepy silent monster people that puke gold and have double faces or something it's no face is weird that's what they're that's what the dude's called and he's a weird guy but he's probably the most recognizable image from this movie sure yeah other than the girl other than the girl herself i would i would argue more so than her because he's 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 at the comic cons he's at the comic cons he's now part of meme culture because there's that where where that one meme of him with all the food he's just like yeah yeah that's everywhere now um 
he's, have, he, he's, 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 he's big. Have you he's heard breakout star? Have you heard about like at Comic-Con, uh, the people that dress up as no face will go around offering coins and like everyone refuses. Well, yeah, you have oh, to. Yeah, you have to. They're going to eat you. Doesn't matter if it's Comic-Con. I would not take anything from anyone at Comic-Con. <laughs> it's just like, oh, and I have smallpox. Yeah, I've never been to Comic-Con, but I can only imagine that it smells terrible there. Oh, God. It's like a, a magic competition times 10. Worse, because no one's trying to touch you. No one's trying to touch you at a magic competition. Yeah. Yeah. Comic-Con, everyone, I think everyone thinks that Comic-Con is just full of like hot women and, and, you know, cool cosplay. There's plenty of that, I'm sure. But I feel like there's plenty more of just sweaty dudes. Don't shower, just living <laughs> their lives here, here to have weird, awkward pictures with said hot cosplay women. I, I don't think you're giving them enough credit. I think they would shower at least once a year for this event. I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree because I, I feel like I read somewhere that there was, there was like a requirement that you had to shower at Comic-Con. Or no. I don't know if that was a real thing, but I saw it and I believed it immediately. Of course, <laughs> that would make sense. You remember when we went to a Steel City Con? Steel City Con, way less, way smaller than Comic-Con, still kind of smelled in there. So kind of smelled. Uh, it's it's the Comic Con for Pittsburgh. For those it is. that are wondering, we met uh we met Peter Le- uh, Mayhew Chewbacca there. Yeah, met Peter Mayhew. Uh, we were broke college kids. Um, so I didn't. I mean, I don't know about Tej, but I didn't have much money to spend when we went. So no I I pretty much just went up to the people I wanted to see, which were Peter Mayhew and Henry Winkler, and I yeah, shook. He was I, there. I shook their hands, but I couldn't afford an autograph or a picture, so I just shook their hands. <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I had no money. I think yeah. we both. I spent my money, all my money, on a ticket to get there, and because we were also driving, so we had to like make sure we had gas money to get there. And then I think you spent the last bit of your money paying me back for the ticket I bought for you. So we were both just out of money. <laughs> yeah out of money but like living the dream at that point i do remember i had like 10 or 15 bucks and i spent it on a uh on a jurassic park uh like worker badge yeah (laughs) because the dumbest shit us not having money was so it, it really sticks in my mind because at one point we took a wrong turn and ended up on a toll on the toll road the toll highway and we were about to, we were like reading through it. We were like, oh no, we're not going to have money for this toll. <laughs> we had to do all this like weird back road stuff to get off that toll road. I think it only cost us like $10 or something, but we still yeah. had to pull that money. <laughs> yeah, dude. We, it was like 10 bucks. We we're like, okay, well, we are going to take like an hour and a half detour around. Well, at one point, at one point I was like, I think we're going to have to go to my parents' house and ask them for money. <laughs> ask them for money we're gonna have to make a we're gonna have to make a 40 minute detour to my mom and dad's house so that we can afford to go home yeah broke college kids i both miss it and don't miss it at all yeah i feel that i feel that i don't even remember what we're talking about oh yeah uh no face yeah no breakout star breakout Um, star of the movie it's such an easy cosplay too because you just have to wear like a black sheet and have a little mask yeah 
Yeah, and um, if you want to do like the whole big thing, like I, I've seen the you know those like inflatable costumes. I've mm-hmm. seen people they sell them like that. It's just a big old inflatable no face. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But you know the 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 the, the main gist of the movie is just that Chihiro at this time called Sen is just working her way through the bathhouse, trying trying her darndest to get back home because she has to not only save herself but she has to save her piggy parents um because they've been turned to pigs and they're trying to she's trying to get home fast enough that they don't get slaughtered and fed to the to the bathhouse residents so there's like a there's like a soft deadline i don't think they ever like really say how much time she has because then you would really have to like you then you'd be like man she's really wasting a lot of yeah wasting a lot of time right now but that is like the the big the big thing that is kind of hanging over her head if i don't if i don't get out of here my parents are gonna are kind of die as pigs yeah like her her piggy parents are being fattened up they're literally being fattened up for slaughter but i mean what are you you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do and i mean i'm not gonna gonna spoil how she gets there but things do work out it is a studio ghibli movie um for the most part they almost always work out um and you know she just it's 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 not about the destination it's about the journey and i think the journey in this movie is just so fun to watch because every every other scene is something weird and something new and it's just jam-packed with little side characters um other people are just living their lives in this little yokai place um yeah, and we, we've talked about this kind of thing before, like on the Berserk episode, they, this is something they did not do well, but Suu Ghibli always does it well. You can look in the background, there's usually something interesting happening. Like, yeah. like it's not, the, uh, the scope of their imagination is not limited to the main characters. Yeah, no, the, the whole, every, every, I would say, scene in this movie is a delight to watch. Yeah, um, nothing wasted. Nothing, there's no wasted space even though a lot of scenes will have a lot of things on the screen, it all makes sense. Um, Cause for the most part, they're in a very busy, they're usually in a very busy spot. Um, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. There'd be that many people there. They're at like the spirit whorehouse. It's, it's a popular joint. What's a bathhouse. It's not a whorehouse. I've read theories online. You've read which... theories that this is a spirit <laughs> whorehouse. I did not. Yeah, because uh, Japanese bathhouses were like whorehouses. Well, yeah, but like any bathhouse can be a whorehouse. I don't think this one was specifically a rub and tug joint, man. I mean, there's that part where she's like, she the elevator opens and she's not supposed to get off and giant titty radish man is like, no, don't get off here. And she looks out and you see all these weird shapes behind tinted windows. I'm just saying, plain okay, things can be yeah. happening in you the spot there. I did. I did forget about that part. It's such a such a quick scene. It's, it's, it's so a maybe. very quick scene, but like, I, and like, there are a lot of, you know, women there. I mean, it does show them doing actual tasks, but like, I don't know. I've read something online that said that like it's supposed to be at least an allusion to horror, the, the, not whorehouses. That, that's a bad term, but like to that is it. No, that, that, that paints it in a very specific light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is not that. Yeah, it's a it's a bathhouse with a special release. <laughs> I, I've never been to a, I've never been to a bathhouse, so you know what I wouldn't know. I I don't think I'd ever be comfortable 
anywhere where I knew a bunch of people were just taking baths. It's like a grosser swimming pool. Yeah, you're just sitting there marinating. Yeah, and they have they have a scene in the movie here where uh, there's like this gross motherfucker that comes in, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, put them in the gross tub," because they have like this one tub that's reserved for their grossest customers. Yeah, and it's just like so grimy, dude. <laughs> I think he's literally. I think they literally refer to him as a stink spirit. Yeah, he's a stink spirit. <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's puking when he's like walking around because he smells so bad. Yeah, but our, our hero, she don't give a shit. She's like, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to help. And then she ends up finding that there's a thorn in him that cursed him to be a stink spirit. Yeah, and he's full of like trash. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls like a bicycle out of him and all this other shit starts coming out. Ends up being like this old man, what, water dragon thing? I don't even know what he was. Yeah, I think he was a water spirit, just a water yeah. spirit in general. Because the spirit gave her some like special medicine. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was like a pollution allegory. Yeah, yeah, it made, uh, it makes like, sense. It's just, like just sludge. Yeah, polluted sludge coming through there, and it's filled with trash. Yeah, and there's a bunch of and after after he leaves and they get all that shit, they, there's just gold everywhere. Hmm. They find a bunch of gold, and then everyone's super greedy because the the whole thing is run by this uh, this big headed witch, and she both super on board with Sen at this point, but also literally using her as like slave labor. Yeah, she's like she's not good. She's not a good person, but there could be there could be worse people. But it's yeah, they're not in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's the worst one in the movie. She's definitely the villain, but she does have like spots in it where you're like, oh, she's not too bad. And then like two scenes later, you're like, oh no, she's oh wait no, she sucks. Yeah, sucks. I'm trying to Yubaba. Okay, her name. The the name of the big head, which is Yubaba. I need to look it up. She's like this weird owl lady. Yeah, yeah, there's like one or two scenes, I think only one scene where she just transforms into an owl and flies away when the spirit day is over. Yeah, it's 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 weird because I think almost all of the spirits are like some sort of like anthropomorphic animal or or vegetable or something like that. Um, and it's super cool to see them like changing from like their not i'm not gonna say normal but like their humanoid form into their like more fantastical beast form or whatever Um, yeah yeah because because, sorry go ahead ahead. i was gonna say because they're just they still don't look normal no yeah even when they transform (laughs) yeah and uh like yeah and all i think all of them are supposed to be like the spirit of something like the brussels sprout spirit and the the spirit of the oak of the, the big river. I don't know. <laughs> I love the Brussels sprout, the Brussels sprout spirit. The, yeah. the idea of a Brussels sprout spirit is so funny to me. It's, yeah, it's just like a bunch of random spirits, and it never really explains. Like it, it doesn't need to, but like it never explains what they really do as spirits. It just it's like this is where they come to relax when they're not doing their spirit things. Yeah, I think they just live. I, yeah, I, I, think, I think they, they just is... have life. Yeah, because some of them are like they they seem to be like arriving on like boats and stuff. So I'm, I think this is literally just like a vacation spot for them, and they're just living their their weird, you know, spirit their spirit lives. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like um, 
the the Cancun for the spirit world. Yeah, there's an implication that there's like this entire hidden spirit economy um, that's happening behind the scenes of like normal life. And they're just they're just doing things that we would also be doing, but like in super, super weird ways. Like yeah, there's a, there's a spider man who runs the who runs the water in the bathhouse with his little tiny uh what coal i think there were like coal no ash or whatever yeah, soot, yeah. Soot. yeah little little living soot people um, his, his soot slaves yeah and he uh that that seems awesome the, the when they introduce him i was watching real closely when they introduce that guy he looks like a normal guy who's just like crouching and he's like yeah. it's like okay normal dude crouching and he has two arms right yeah. but then like almost seamlessly like it's hard to tell when it happens when you're watching but almost seamlessly like these other arms start to appear but like they weren't there to begin with like yeah at, at first he looks like a normal guy and then all of a sudden it's just like seamlessly these arms appear and like it just it's the animation is amazing <laughs> and they're just like stretching all over all yeah and they're, they're picking up stuff to put in the water and you're like oh okay he's just he's a weird he's a weird spider guy yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, and I've accepted him immediately. He's this like little weird spider grandpa man. Yep, and he uh, he has little soot people doing work for him, and that that's uh, all the life he needs. And I he sleeps in the same place where he works, so I guess he just is literally in that place all day. Yeah, it doesn't all seem day. like a good existence, but he doesn't seem to hate it. No, he's he's about it. Yeah, gets food delivered to him, living his life. And actually, this sounds pretty terrible. But yeah, um, Lynn or uh, what's whatever her name is, one of the she she confused me uh, because like everyone's yeah. like everyone loses their shit about um, sin coming and like she, they're like oh human 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 and then we got the what Jin Lynn Lynn yeah and then we have Lynn I'm pretty sure she's human so she's not she's <laughs> okay. technically not. Okay. She is a she is a female spirit that works in so there's a bunch of like other like women type spirits and they all have like kind of weird looking like elongated faces, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and they, they usually have like these polka dot eyebrows too. Yeah, that's what Lynn is. She's just not as ugly, I guess, because they were like she's the main character. Yeah, okay. Well make her a little bit more attractive. Gotcha. They can't okay. have the person, they can't have the person who's voiced by by the voice actress who did megara and hercules be an ugly uh, an ugly spirit lady like it, i'm pretty sure it's in susan egan's contract <laughs> i gotta be kind of hot in any movie i do otherwise you know it's not a starter I'm, yeah otherwise I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm out yeah well so we should talk about uh, another one of the main characters that we've kind of just lightly brush on the, uh, I think, haku ha yeah haku yeah, yeah. <laughs> um haku is the the guy who shows up in the beginning he's like hey you gotta get out of here it's about yeah, to get real yeah, dangerous fuck out of here yeah uh, out of here man and then yeah and then she doesn't and and he's like okay well at least eat this so you don't disappear from existence yeah um he's but, by joe pesci and he's like get out of here no he's not. <laughs> <laughs> be, be awesome anyway. yeah <laughs> uh so he he turns out turns out he is actually the right hand servant of Abu Yubaba 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 sorry Abu Babu Abu Babu yeah Yubaba 
Yeah. Ubaba. Ubaba. Okay, I'm going to leave those seven attempts that you had of saying you Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'll leave it. Uh, so, <laughs> you, you, so he is the like lieutenant of Ubaba. Um, yeah. And, but like, you know, you discover that he's also kind of doing what he has to to survive in a similar yeah. way to Sin. He's like, he doesn't really want to be her servant. He's just forced to as we as you find out as the movie kind of unfolds yeah but like, it's a little I, confusing though yeah i feel like you never see him actually doing anything for you baba yeah so it's like, an actual job you don't see him do anything for you baba the whole time he is pretty much just thwarting you baba by helping sin yeah. and uh and then at one point like it's revealed that like there's some magic thing that happened where he was under her control which begs the question if he was under some sort of magic control why how was he able to like be sabotaging all this maybe it was Ubaba's plan well i think um the way it is is everyone has a contract and that's why sin whose real name is chihiro has to work for Ubaba because Ubaba like stole her name or Mm -hmm. like took her name as like collateral and uh that same thing happened to uh haku because the longer you go without having your name, the more likely you are to forget that that's not your name. So he forgot what his name is, so he can't leave. But he's like yeah. trying desperately to do all this stuff to, I, I don't know, get more power to fight her or get, you know, to be able to leave. They do find out his name later and it's a silly name. It is. Um, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think he does it. Just so uh, Sin doesn't end up like him because he's like, yeah, yeah. man, it sucks. It I've been sucks. here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Please <It> sucks. <laughs> Can't remember shit. Oh, shit. I'm just cleaning, cleaning up stink spirits all the time. <laughs> sucks. Lynn won't even go out with me. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn like, hates him. <laughs> Lynn hates me. And I understand. I have the body of a 10-year-old boy. But, like, come on. I'm an ancient river dragon spoiler oh. yeah not really much of a spoiler. You, you find out he's a river dragon within like what 20 minutes in the movie or something well you find out he's a dragon but you don't find yeah. out he's a river dragon to oh, like the very end. yeah whatever <laughs> if you're this if you're this deep into this into this podcast, you've probably seen the movie you've, yeah you've probably already seen it or like you're just you're, you're not listening enough to the spoilers <laughs> right it's not like we're we're going into a deep dive of spirit away and you know, someone's someone's at home like god damn it i was gonna watch this yeah well you, you had 21 years my friend 21 years to watch it that's so crazy this movie <laughs> is so old this movie, it's crazy and it's he's a whole person old yeah it's like a it's an adult old it is a full-grown adult old this movie could drink if it wanted to yeah, actually, so it came out the same year while my cousins was born. He just was able, he's able to drink this year. Yeah, just like this movie. Well, actually, let's see, when was this movie released? 2001, but what day? Oh. Ooh, July 20th. This movie is still a baby. Still a baby. Well, still a little baby. Just for I'm a pretty bit sure longer. the drinking, I think the drinking age in Japan is probably not 21, though. So, yeah, yeah. They aren't stupid. So you you said this um this movie is your favorite Studio Ghibli, yeah? 
Uh, yeah, this movie uh, with I, I, it's weird that these two are like kind of my favorite because you wouldn't think that they would be, but this movie and Kiki's Delivery Service, which are yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. So is that that's the it's first. The- that's the it's first the- Studio Ghibli I've ever I ever saw. It was on Disney Channel. Yeah, I, I love I loved it. Rewatched it recently, and I was like, "Well, it's tight." It, <laughs> like, it has no stakes. No, nothing. Nothing really happens, and that's why I love it so much because it's like this is a witch that's running a delivery service, and nobody cares that she's a, like you know what I mean. No one gives it, a shit because it's so normal in this world that they're just like, "Yeah, cool." Like. And that all these other witches have such cool things going on. She's just like, I deliver. And they're like, oh. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I think that's so funny. And that's why, I think that's why I love it so much. And that one came out in like, I think like the late 80s. Like that one's even older than this one. But oh, yeah, that one's mad old. And that's not me saying that like, you know, Princess Mononoke and How's Moving Castle aren't also amazing movies. And then, you know, the food and Ponyo and all those amazing movies. Those ones have stakes yes they do yeah uh, i i've never seen ponyo actually I, I would like to at some point probably yeah, for this podcast movie. yeah uh yeah i think i've told you mine my favorite of the ghibli is uh, definitely how how's moving castle mm-hmm. uh princess Monica is probably the second though i love that one hard amazing movies when uh Spoiler for Princess Mononoke, but fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I love the part because the face of the forest god is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> like he just like it's such a dumb face, but I love it. The, this is why I love these movies because like if it, if this was done by anyone else, like they would probably be like trying to make things look way too cool. Like oh no, we can't have him look like that. That looks silly. But like no. Studio Ghibli, they lean in. They're like, no, this is what they look like. This is what the folklore looks like, and we're gonna make them look like that. It's like it's not fucking silly enough. Yeah, (laughs) give them a hat. (laughs) Fucking throwing a bow tie. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? You know what? You know what? Give this radish a towel. You know what? A towel. Give him. Give him no lines. But at one point, he'll be in the background just doing this. Just waving back and forth. You yeah. know what? When we're doing that, you know what? Triple D titties. <laughs> Saggy triple D daikon titties. Just have them wave back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what the people want. That's what the people want. Uh yeah, but Studio Ghibli is so good. I love Studio Ghibli. They're 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 amazing. I don't I every movie I've ever watched, and I haven't watched them all. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. I haven't watched them all. But everyone I've watched has been a hit. Um, yeah, so one, I, I made a reference to it earlier, and I haven't actually seen it. I just know what it's about. Uh, I would love to watch is uh, Graveyard of the F- Fireflies. And that's only really like first or their second, right? That's yeah, like it's, really it's like, early ones. Yeah, it's supposed to be like super depressing. Um, I think it's like about just like post-World War II Japan. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh. Hell yeah. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Come straight off the war crimes. Let's yeah, see. straight <laughs> off the war crimes. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, we, we, we'll watch that for a for another lighthearted episode. Yeah. Maybe Valentine's Day next year. Hell yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> fireflies. Fireflies. That's romantic. One million fireflies.
You would not believe your eyes. Those are backwards. You, <laughs> you said those. It's, you would not believe your eyes. Oh my, that, that's the first line. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. One, I, I love that, that, you, that in your mind, the, very, the song is a million fireflies. You wouldn't believe your eyes. Like he's talking <laughs> to the fireflies. <laughs> and they're like what are we looking at here dude yeah <laughs> but getting back to spirit away i mean i think it's it's hands down considered one of the best movies one of the best animated movies of like the 21st century um, yeah I, so, had, some people regard it as like the best movie of the 21st century yeah i mean can't really talk about it without talking about that like it was a phenomenon well yeah. when it came out in uh 2001 so what i will have been nine but like i i remember it was in theaters. It came out to theaters, and like everyone was seeing it. I remember my my middle school. Well, I guess I would have been elementary. I don't know. I remember my school mm. teachers talking about it. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it, it. Everything in it translates still to present day. Like, there's nothing in there that's like only understood like at that time. Like, this would have only made th- these themes only make sense in 2001. No, it's just corporate greed um and i guess also like gluttony from the parents just eating a shit ton of food i guess i I don't think there's a real lesson with the parents i think that's just sort of set up the story like what what's the lesson it's just like if you're hungry don't don't eat food that's sitting out that's not yours i think the lesson is don't go to a ghost park and if there's food eat it (laughs) yeah right especially when like when you ask if anyone's there no one responds you should be like wow i should probably not eat this food it'd be be like you know you show up to a carnival ghost carnival been abandoned for years and there's a table filled with fucking caramel apples and funnel cakes you're like yeah it's a good idea i'm gonna eat all this i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna take my 10 year old daughter to this yeah it's gonna be some corn dogs that might they might have been sitting here for a bit so that's fine yeah and you know what? Yeah, I know it's dusk, the spookiest time right before night, but whatever. <laughs> Let's eat. I'm hungry. I know we have to go to our house that we're moving into. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> that we're meeting movers in, but whatever. I, we, we have time. We have time yeah. for a quick bite. Let's eat all of it. Yeah, that, that, that's true. I forgot that like they this whole time, like they're like supposed to be meeting movers for yeah. the house they're moving into. <laughs> Yeah, the dad's like, don't worry, honey. Daddy's got credit cards. <laughs> I love the dad in this movie. He, he needs more play. Yeah, the dad's a big goofball. I love him so much. And the mom's just like there for it. She's like, yeah, good job, honey. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just there to co-sign his ridiculousness. It, like, she doesn't object to anything he does. Like Both of them are just like always shitting on Sh- Shahira. I don't know if they're shitting on her. They're more just like, hey. Well, stop, stop being, being stop being, being a, so such a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah, stop being dramatic. Yeah. They're, they're just gaslighting her. That's all. Yeah, it's like you're 10. Get over <laughs> it. You're not that sad. She's like, I've never had a bouquet before. I'm like, Dad bought you flowers on your birthday. How about you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm pretty sure that was word for word what mom said. <laughs> Why don't you shut up, you little bitch? um but yeah no this this movie definitely worth a watch because i think every everyone who's seen this movie unless you're like a bad person has said it's amazing i there i saw a quote from steven spielberg where he literally said that he thinks that this movie might be better than any disney movie that had ever come out by then 
Wow. Which that's a I lot, guess. you know, that that's a lot of Disney. And you know, that this is this that's including like the golden age of Disney. I would agree with that. The all all points considered animation, the, the only thing, you know, I do like some Disney songs, but like I'm sure if Studio Ghibli were to ever put a musical number in, it would be really good. Maybe. I don't know if it would if it I don't know if it would translate as well. It might. So you had you you might also only be able to watch it in Japanese. That's true. But yeah, no, I, they they do everything better. I just really anyway. like Disney music. Disney has Disney had some good music. I haven't they watched did. anything. They had. I haven't watched a lot of recent Disney movies, but they kind of became formulaic. Well, essentially, last like three Disney movies that have music, it's just like okay, so Lin Manuel Miranda, what what are you gonna write for us today? Yeah, it's that, or it's just like, <laughs> it's just like what's a popular pop song? Let's just take the beat of that and make it about a skeleton. Boom! It writes itself. It writes Boom. itself. I just wrote all of Coco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that oh. was Pixar. That was Pixar. Was P- Coco Pixar? Coco was Pixar. Straight Pixar's up. owned by Disney, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, okay, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. What do you mean? You said that like I'm a fucking animal. Oh. Uh, Pixar still kind of like their own entity. Really, really tell that to Kingdom Hearts. Oh, they did include Toy Story. Kingdom Hearts 3, Toy Story. The worst Mm. inclusion in a Kingdom Hearts game ever, but hey, it was there. Fun story. I once played Kingdom Hearts 1 when it came out, and I never got off the starting island. That was a long tutorial, but yeah. I I couldn't, I couldn't, like, there was, like, you had to find, like, four mushrooms, and I couldn't find the last one. I was like, okay, cool. And I rented the game from Blockbuster. Mm. So how long ago it was. I rented the game, and I was like, okay, fuck it. I guess I'm not gonna beat this one you should go red box it <laughs> yeah <laughs> just keep on going for for um movie rental services that are obsolete yeah there's still red boxes everywhere <laughs> oh i know doesn't mean they're not obsolete nobody's using them i uh, i don't know i i do know that i use them a lot in west virginia they're a lot in west virginia yeah we used to i mean we used to use them a lot before like streaming really became a big thing yeah um and it was usually cheaper to just buy to just buy a uh to just rent one of those than it would be to get a streaming service every month so maybe that's maybe it's maybe people who aren't like watching as much tv are still using them yeah but the thing is like there are also there are so many contracts now with people being like so this is dedicated to this streaming service this is dedicated to this streaming service so like the shit that's being left over for redbox is usually not super great no there's a there's one in our in the kroger here and it's just anything that's just released, so you really? can watch it. Can I watch always see anything on it. I always see like Bruce those Bruce Willis movies up on there. Bruce, oh the like the, the straight to this yeah the straight to DVD Bruce Willis films. You need to go to better red boxes. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, no, mine the every time I've seen one around here, it's just like the newest movie that's released. Well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe like it's because you guys use it more. And maybe, maybe like maybe we don't use it enough here because fucking everyone has some streaming. Yeah. Um, and that they're just like, well, just fill with Bruce Willis. Bruce yeah, Willis nothing. has enough movies that came out in the last year to fill up Redbox. Yeah, what a sad story. 
Um, yeah, no, that whole thing is real sad. <laughs> yeah, poor Bruce <laughs> once, Willis. Once all the news came out, I was like, oh, I feel bad for making fun of him so much. Uh, honestly, I never cared that he made all those. I, I took it. I always assumed it was like a, a Nick Cage thing where he's just like, I don't care. I just need money. Yeah, just take some money. I, yeah, yeah I, I honestly just I, figured he had fall, fallen on hard times or lost all of his money. But like, then it was like, oh no, he's just trying to get as much money before he literally can't do anything. I, was like, oh. I don't even know if it was that. From what I read, it was like he wasn't even aware that he was making those movies. Oh, so they were like taking advantage of him. Yeah, he was being taken advantage of from what I've read. He's like, no, uh, he, he, he had already progressed. I think it's like aphasia or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. He had already progressed to the point where he was like not. He was he was he was not fully understanding what he was doing, but I don't know. That's super shitty. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, he did make that one great movie that I can't think of now. Pulp Fiction. Was he in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, he was the guy, know. the the watch, and um, Zed's dead, baby. Zed's oh. dead. I only watched Pulp Fiction once. Oh like, man. Yeah, like 10 years ago or something. I think I watched it with you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is that movie where he's like a superhero? Um, and he wears a, his he wears like a uh, bro- coat, bro- broken glass or something, or um it's it's unbroken. It's the, un, I think it is unbroken. Yeah. I love that movie. Such an uh, such an underrated superhero movie. I have not watched it. Um really? You should watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably should. I'm it's much better than most M. Night Shyamalan. Is it an M. Night Shyamalan movie? That's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, my dude. Oh, you I could I wouldn't be able to tell. Okay. That, okay. I th- that's oh, the yeah, highest, I, that's the highest praise. It does have a twist. Now that I think about it, it does have a twist in it. Um, but that is a really there, it is a really good movie. It's back when M. Night Shyamalan was making good movies. Yeah, and you know, also six cents, Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Six cents. Uh the sequel to Unbroken, which was that James McAvoy movie. Yeah, Split. Which no one knew was a sequel to Unbroken until like the last two minutes. Yeah, the secret sequel. Yeah. So, I mean, I would recommend you watch it. They're good. Yeah, I will watch it. But uh, so, yeah, back to Spirit Away. <laughs> uh, we get to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good movie. Definitely watch it if you haven't. Um, I don't know. Fucking do you have a, do you have a, out of out of ten, I'm gonna give it like a nine point eight. I don't know. It's, oh, I, it's damn near perfect. I would give it a ten. There, this is what an animated movie needs to be. Yeah. Um, I, like we, I can't think of what I would give those point two for, but I just feel feel weird giving it a ten. That's fair. That's fair. Um, did you have like a favorite scene? Um. So a scene that I really like, or I guess it's kind of a collection of scenes. I love the relationship of uh, of Sin and uh, the the spider guy, the guy yeah. with many many arms, and the foreman. The, yeah, the foreman and the the little soot people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't know. It's super sweet. Like there's a scene where where Sin she doesn't want to sleep with the like the lady spirits because they're all kind of mean to her, and yeah. so like the place where she feels comfortable is sleeping down in the basement where all the soot and all the smoke and the heat is but she feels comfortable sleeping there because the spider guy and the soot people are like super nice to her and they're like mm-hmm. you know he he tucks her in with a like he uses like a rug to like as a blanket and tucks her in it, yeah it, co- <laughs> it barely covers her it barely so, covers her it's so cute though still 
Yeah, yeah. So that's my favorite scene. I, I love the the sweetness of the scene. I mean, there's some great animated scenes that are, that are just stunning, and there's crazy magic shit happening. But that's my favorite scene. It's just it's very heartwarming. That's fair. My my you? favorite scene is a is a simple scene. It's just when it starts near the beginning of the movie when it starts getting dark out and everything's starting to light up, and it goes from like dingy, rundown amusement park to like this super super intensely lit uh spirit nightclub bathhouse like out of uh, within like the span of a few seconds i think that was just so cool to see because i i mean if it wasn't for like all the pitfalls that are coming with it i'd go there it looks cool and and like yeah that scene is super cool because it's like all of a sudden it goes from no one to like she's lost in a crowd yeah and (laughs) everyone is there all the warriors all the warriors. <laughs> warriors, come out and play. Um, <laughs> yeah, so everyone, go watch it. It is awesome. Uh, so this has been another episode of That Cartoon Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Why are you trying to sound so sexy? <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights. If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.